Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to an episode of Popcorn Heist, the podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Jake. Welcome back. Welcome back. Back to our Marvel game. I know. We were off it. Well, I guess we weren't off it. We had Black Panther recently. But other than that, we haven't had anything else in a, in a bit. Yeah. I mean, it was Thanksgiving, so we had a little bit of a, a thankful break. And now we're back on Marvel. A little bit behind because these two projects we're talking about today passed a little bit, but still hot topics to talk about nonetheless. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much content coming out recently. It's hard to keep up. I can't even watch them all on time. Yeah, I know. Well, a good thing for that, um, I'm sure you've probably seen it in the news that Bob Chapek, the CEO of Disney, was fired and Bob Iger is the new CEO mm-hmm. again. Um, and he was great as CEO and he's reevaluating the structure of movie releases because he's like taking the feedback seriously. So apparently phases... Uh, five and six are being reevaluated, maybe spread out, projects delayed so that they get more time and stuff. Yeah, I mean, who knows, though? I feel like... You never know. They already started so many things. Yeah, but they always delay movies and stuff. And they already delayed Secret Wars. And they already delayed, um, like, Deadpool and a lot of the, the Phase Six movies. So I, I, have, I have faith. I mean, under Bob Iger was the whole Infinity Saga when, like, we got Spider-Man back and, like... Infinity War and Endgame came out. Um, who knows? You never know what, yeah. what could happen. It's quality over quantity, too. Yes. Well, that that's what they've said specifically. It's like not only Marvel, but Star Wars and anything under Disney is being reevaluated for quality over quantity. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll have to wait and see to see if that comes to pass. Um, for those of you joining for the first time for Popcorn Heist, Popcorn Heist is a brand that Nick and I started to talk about our love for movies, TV shows, pop culture, everything under the sun. But Popcorn Heist, the podcast in particular, is a show where we get to nerd out about specific franchises we love the most, such as Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Avatar Last Airbender. Uh, in this case, it is Marvel. And we'll be talking about She-Hulk and Werewolf by Night today, which is pretty cool. We release episodes on Thursdays. If you like an episode you listen to, we ask you to please give us a follow and a review on iTunes. It really helps us grow. You can follow us on Spotify and Apple Music as well. And we'd be remiss if we also didn't mention the other podcast on the network called The Simps Guide to the MCU, where the relationships, romances, bromances of the Marvel Cinematic Universe are discussed with our guest today, Alyssa, and her fellow confidant, Kelly. Hello, everybody. Glad to be back. <laughs> And if you want more pop culture content, such as blog posts, rankings, brackets, Tuesday trivia, visit us online at popcornheist.com or follow us on social media at Popcorn Heist. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, let's do it. <laughs> welcome back, Alyssa. Oh, so glad to be back, boys. I love being on the Maid Pod. Sad that it's just me this time and not my girl Kelly as well, but I have enough opinions for the both of us about She-Hulk, so I cannot wait to dive in. Yeah. For any simps listening, if you tuned in um, and you already saw our She-Hulk episode, you kind of know how this is going. If you are mainly a a Popcorn Highs podcast listener, um, I encourage you to check out Sims Guide in any rate on any episode. 
But after this episode, if you're agreeing with me or disagreeing with me, tune into our She-Hulk episode also to dive deeper either way. <laughs> yeah. Love the plug. Always, baby. <laughs> When it ended, I remember you immediately were like, did you finish She-Hulk? I have many hot takes. <laughs> Not even hot takes. You just, you were hot about it. You were, you I, were, I wanted, to, I thought before, like we did our episode, I was like, I wish there was a way I could get Jake to send me the voicemail that I sent him after finishing She-Hulk because it was raw and it was ripe. <laughs> oh my God. Do you have it, Jake? Play it. <laughs> I think I do. I think I actually might have saved it. <laughs> Oh my god, you should play it. <laughs> I don't think I use uh, a lot of words that you guys like to say on this pod, though. Maybe a little yeah. bit of uh, yeah, that. Yeah, getting an E on this episode. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'd have to make this one explicit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Alyssa will be uh, talking some She-Hulk with us, and then uh, she has not caught up to watch Werewolf by Night. Uh, Unfortunately. Little wolfie boy. Uh, so Nick and I will discuss Werewolf by Night. <laughs> 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 sorry guys <laughs> sorry 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 so sorry so sorry 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, we'll talk about werewolf by night same episode to kind of catch ourselves up a little bit like uh we've been saying marvel's just pumping pumping out content so it's hard to hard to catch up with it but nonetheless we're here to cover it all so let's do it let's do again, it again i said that before um let's do it <laughs> so if you're if you're new to popcorn heist or if you've been listening to popcorn heist for a long time we start every episode with a quote jake and i bonded over quotes Movie quotes, TV quotes, quotes from everyday life, quote we quotes we've just combined random things and made up. Um, really anything. Our minds are one sometimes, and the quotes just kind of come. So um, this one is not a movie or TV quote. This is one of the the latter, where we kind of just mashed this one together and <laughs> felt like it was fitting. Um, it's actually, honestly, it's not even. A, a quote from anything at all it's a rendition it's a rendition of um a beautiful song and the quote is there's a she hulk in the closet (laughs) and you know if you know that song that's shakira she wolf we uh we edited the words a little bit to say she hulk instead uh please do not sue us shakira but um, we felt it was fitting because, you know, She-Hulk and Werewolf by Night. So She-Hulk within You're... She-Hulk, you know? We didn't even think it was fitting. You just started singing and you're like, that should be the quote. <laughs> <laughs> Often how those quote interactions happen sometimes. We we'll let just, you fly. We, they just come out of our mouths and we're like, that's fun. That's, that's a good one. one. That's, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> All right, um, let's get right into She-Hulk. Uh, Alyssa, you're coming in hot, so I want you to start off with uh, start us off. What What did you think of She-Hulk? Like, were you excited for it before it was I coming was, out? Yeah, I was pretty pumped for She-Hulk. I can't lie. Um, I really wanted to have, you know, I feel like there's a lot of like uh, female characters coming in, and I feel like She-Hulk is one that everyone's been waiting for. Um, so I was really excited to see them make her super powerful and strong and have her like Hulk moments and have, you know, a real storyline that actually had some kind of actual conflict with an actual resolution. Um, and that's not what I got, <laughs> to say the you, least. <laughs> you were really setting it up for being like, we got none of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we'll dive into this more, but I think, and I said this, you know, in our episode too, like. I think a lot of what they tried to do for the girlies was offensive to the girlies. <laughs> and 
at least in my opinion and in some of Kelly's opinion as well. Um, first and foremost being that she was just able to control her Hulk power powers because she's a woman and assuming that women are going through a Hulk range of emotions every single day um, is like not cool <laughs> in my opinion. Um, is there truth to it? Maybe, maybe, but I don't think that that was like, I don't know. I feel like they took a lot of real struggles that women go through and kind of put them on this like cartoonish platter um, and thought that it was going to be like commiserating for all of us. And I thought it was like not. There were a few things that were done well um, as far as just like coming from that perspective of like what does a early 30s, late 20s girl go through in city living as professional, whatever. Like I think her dating life was pretty accurate. And I did think it was kind of funny how they brought in all the guys she dated on Tinder or whatever. They called it Tinder for real in the show, right? They, yeah, had they called it Matcher, I think. Or something oh, Matcher. Like that. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was cool how they brought them all into the courtroom. I thought it was like funny. And I mean, also everyone's kind of like biggest fear, right? And the mm-hmm. emotions she was going through as Josh was go- ghosting her all felt very real. Um, Especially because but- Josh was a baddie. Oh, yeah. I, I would have been stressed. <laughs> I, would I would have been, been just as stressed. <laughs> um, but there was also a lot of double standards and stuff like that that we will dive into. I don't want to just kind of go on a big rant, but that's where my head's at for all of you getting into this. <laughs> um, definitely agree with most of the points. I think I think they're all valid. Um, I guess starting from the top, uh, I was excited for She-Hulk because I felt like from the details we got up front, not only are we getting another like interesting female character uh who could be a badass and maybe um succeed where the bruce banner character has failed in Mm -hmm. the mcu you know that's where i was mainly excited because i feel like he's one of the og six and i think any marvel fan will agree that he he was definitely like they they didn't do him as much of a service as they could have in the movies um so the fact that they're bringing him back into it to kind of support her character and also bringing back Hulk characters like the abomination and that they were going to like lean into like the weirdness, um, make it a legal comedy. You know, Marvel does well about like placing superheroes in different genres, mm-hmm. like whether it be like super serious political thriller, like with Captain America Winter Soldier, or whether it be like a space opera, like the guardians of the galaxy, like they do mm-hmm. or a high school uh, coming of age story with, Ms. Marvel and uh, Spider-Man. They do well with that, so I was excited to see what they did with the legal comedy. And it would also bode well for when Daredevil came in. Um, Another one of its shortcomings where I feel like the writing didn't really portray a legal comedy that well, to be honest. No, they didn't. There was not a a single case that was really carried through fully. Like, her case was even BS. And there was a lot of loose ends, especially around the law scenes. Like, we still have no idea why Titania busted into that courtroom. Oh my god! To, Tony, to start, Tony, yeah, it, it's they try. <laughs> I, I feel like they tried to do so much, but again, they're hindered by the episode count and and the length of the episodes, and maybe sometimes doing too much. It's not the best way to go. I, I don't know. There's 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 a lot of ways you could put it. Um, I think one of the things that Nick and I talked about is like, and I think I've mentioned it to you, Alyssa. Is one thing I didn't particularly like about the show is, and especially and MCU and Phase Four in general is like they're just kind of introducing 
super people without explaining how it's happening. Yeah. You know, like just, it's cool that there's, there's Easter eggs, but all of a sudden we have mutants around with no explanation. Whereas like Ms. Marvel and Namor, I was fine. That's cool. But now there's just like tons of super people where it's like, I kind of want an explanation for why there's so many biological power, biologically powered. And at first Kelly was like, oh, well, people were keeping it a secret. No, Iron Man was Iron Man. Everyone knew. Like no one in the Avengers had a secret identity. Yeah, Did and they? it's not. Even, it's not even. It's like majority of the Avengers have like the the Infinity Saga universe was mainly made up of tech based heroes. It was very like grounded in that sense, where a lot of them it came from tech. Like you have yeah. a rare amount of biologically powered people. You had like Spider Man, Hulk, and I guess you can put Black Panther in that category. Well, Thor is, like, uh, is but Thor was the one that brought all that in because he's like out of the world. Yeah, but now just all these people like turning into a man bull and like yeah. Titania is just like an influencer. Like you would think that that, that would be a bigger thing mm-hmm. if uh, tons of people like that just started showing up. Whereas it felt like more unique to be a super person in the infinity side where now I feel like it's being tokenized a little bit. Yeah. It feels like, it feels like X-Men a little bit where like some of the beauty of X-Men is that they live in a world where that can happen. Like the whole beauty of the MCU is that every person who has their powers kind of earn them in a way. Mm-hmm. Or like the people who were born with powers, you get a story on how they're accepting them and things like that. So it felt weird that there were so many super people in the story. I feel like it kind of breaks yeah. the MCU in a in a way. And like I guess they're just gonna like ignore it moving forward. Well, I think um, it's their lazy the way show, to introduce the X Men. Like, oh, they've always been here. I guess I think they're they're a long way off from the X Men still. That like I don't know if they're everyone in this in She Hulk is a mutant. Like, is Manville a mutant? I, I don't know. No, or like I, they all have backstories, and like we just don't know them. It was very odd, and like there's just an immortal guy who married a bunch of people. Like where the hell? What? <laughs> <laughs> he um, in the comics, he's a mutant, and the sword guy is a mutant. Those are the only two mutants in the show. I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Yeah, but from for the show in general, like I feel like they either should have went with. That every episode its own little story, like it's fun. We do like the dating thing. Like should have went. They could have went that route, or they could have went like, let's give a plot and come to a through line. I feel like they set up the like plot thing in the first few episodes, and then they like went on little side missions for the middle few, and then at the end they like kind of brought it back together, and then we're like, never mind, we're just not going to bring it back together. So I don't know, and I feel like yeah, it was supposed to be a legal comedy, but. You weren't invested in any of the cases, and it honestly was not that funny. No, the 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 right like you can still have it be a legal comedy, but put time into making like really riveting legal scenes. You know, I think and, that's just and be- funny jokes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't interesting legally, and they didn't. It wasn't funny. It was not legal. It was not funny. No, so it wasn't really legal comedy. And everything um, like that she yeah. did with Lorelei was kind of like just kind of given to her in a silver platter like or like it was like like frustratingly mansplained to her and she's like i already know that like it was just uh <laughs> i i <laughs> it made like the, i i always forget her name and i forgot it again the other lawyer the lawyer that did her case i would much oh, I rather watch a show about a show about her <laughs> yeah who's actually like doing it doesn't need any help like has all her like stuff together made it on her own I'm not saying that She-Hulk's not a good character and that I don't, like, have love for Jen Walters, 
but they just did her so dirty in every single way, every single way. Yeah. I, I think again, they were setting up too much and then it ended up, nothing ended up wrapping up in the end. And then also I think the way they approached it was like, let's just make everything silly in and, and but that ended up making it not funny, but just kind of again like downplaying yeah. the legal side of it. Like and it they made also, it, sorry, no, no I was, <laughs> I'm just very it, passionate about this. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I don't know, and I also feel kind of like to a certain extent, these are big characters in the Disney Plus shows that they're setting up, but the conflicts that they're setting up for them end up going nowhere because I still feel like there's a there's some sort of stigma for someone at Marvel Studios or Disney that like it can't build to something too big because we should save that for the movies. Like again, at the beginning of the series, yeah. like except you were Loki. Like, yeah, except for Loki. Um and WandaVision, I guess you could argue. But for this one, for example No, WandaVision, no. No? Okay. <laughs> she well, was the villain, I guess. But either way, like this one from the beginning, we were like I know Nick and I, we, you and I were talking about it like, oh, it it should definitely be like the leader or Thunderbolt Ross that's after her to get her blood. Like that feels big. That feels like something. And it connects to Hulk. Hulk. Yes, and it connects to Hulk. Um, the whole incel group is like fine, but like also not fine. I I felt like it it's it was an interesting plot line, but way too late in the game. Like yeah. there's plenty of female supers that could have gotten incel hate. And they probably did. But – and the f- no group of incels could ever take down the real Hulk. Let's just be for real. Yeah. And the fact that they even made her so vulnerable, so easily tricked, is also insulting, I think. I would rather see her lose hand-to-hand than be like, oh, well, watch out, ladies, because some guy's going to steal your blood when you go on a, a Tinder date and sleep with him. Because you're a skank. Like, literally, they, like, call her, like, I don't think they say skank, but they, like, <laughs> they, like, slut shame her in the show. Well, again, and... that, that that plays back into the part where you were, like, oh, that she can control her powers just because she's a woman. If yeah. you would have, if they would have went the route of, like, her stating that in the beginning and then her, the whole point of the show is her realizing, like, you can't just bottle that stuff in, like, and it eventually came out mm-hmm. like it did, but they – brushed by that like instantly like she oh, raged out just be- a little bit she like raged out in that one episode and like, then the, the conflict yeah. was immediately resolved no, in the but then episode. also the entire double double standard of the hulk literally killed people burned down cities all this stuff right and say what you want <laughs> tony was protecting him whatever she got an inhibitor put on her for breaking a wall and a tv screen no one got hurt yeah no one got hurt there was no major damage and she just complied because she's a lady of the law or whatever. Why? Also, talking about things that they're just throwing in with no kind of background. The Sokovia Accords are magically appealed or repealed or gone now. They're just going to casually drop that in the show. So then another, why did she let the, yeah. them put the inhibitor on her if they can't control what she does? You're a Hulk. Uh, <laughs> like, another another example of how – You're like, a Hulk, girl. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's another example of like – I bet you that's like stuff they're like, oh, that's too big for a show. Like, we're going to explain that in the movies. You know, it's like, if you're going to do brushing the Sokovia Accords aside, I feel like it might be addressed in Captain America. They broke up the Avengers for that. (laughs) I think they're brushing it aside. I mean, they should be repealed, (laughs) but obviously, I don't know. Uh, I want to let's talk about, um, 
abomination because I feel like that's okay. a big thing. I know you you like him, Nick, but I actually have became pretty annoyed <laughs> with him uh, in this in the show. Um, yeah, I just fr- first I think it breaks canon. Uh, they established in Fa- Falcon and Winter Soldier and all through the Captain America movies that the Super Soldier Serum amplifies who you are. If you are not a purely pure of heart person like Steve Rogers, then you're going to end up like pretty much slightly an asshole or even a bigger dick than you already were. His mm-hmm. case was compelling. I liked the explanation they gave, but it still is not enough to completely turn him into this like peaceful character. It breaks canon for me. I think. Well, they that... didn't because in the end, we don't we really don't know. know what happened. We don't know. Yeah. Like, is he duping everybody? Was he kidding? Or was, was he real? Yeah. yeah. Was he duping us or no? But think back to, but it was, it's still a downplay from his incredible Hulk role. Think about him in incredible Hulk when he was like seething with rage. Like I, he needed more power. Like he literally like beat up the leader to like get him to inject Bruce like Banner's blood. In his... Yes. Whatever. Like and also for they... me, yeah. No, if he was like that hung- power hungry and he was this kind of like now like very chill person, it has to be an act. But at the at the time, I wanted to believe it. But now, like thinking about it more, like it going by the strict definition of what the super soldier serum does, because he had super soldier serum and gamma radiation, so he should just be m- beyond repair. To yeah. be honest, so I think so too. If you're looking for all this power and all this control. Maybe he got smarter or whatever. I don't know. Like the Hulk stuff is all like a mess to me now because smart Hulk, I don't even understand. All, whatever. And then he should be like, okay, I'm going to convince everybody and then I'm going to like control everything. But he was like, oh, I have this retreat and I may or may not be doing speaking engagements for money using my powers as a costume. Come on. Yeah. It, <laughs> I don't know. I love Abomination. <laughs> I don't dislike him, but I, I just know, think it doesn't make sense. I, I don't. I think it's weird that he like goes back and forth now and like talks like Emil Blonsky when he's Abomination. Oh, like, I don't even kind of turn him into smart <laughs> Hulk. That can turn back and forth. Like that was weird, but I mean, I guess it's been like however many years he could have learned to control it. He sounds like Korg. It's like he's supposed to be Abomination. <laughs> like it's. I don't know. I love him though. I I wish that wasn't the, the case, but I'm fine with him like being a nice guy now. I am too. I just don't think that it's legit. Yeah, seven wives. <laughs> they all help them. Seven lovers, soulmates. <laughs> seven or eight. I don't remember. Like I still I like it. Like I get I would like it more if they actually did the Hulk storyline and the Hulk side of the universe well. But this just further like kind of spits in the face of like the Hulk character and the Hulk lore. Well, while we're on spitting in the face of the Hulk, shall we talk about the big green elephant in the room? His son with the worst <laughs> hairline in history. <laughs> yes. This is my son. Scar. Uh, also horrible CGI no, so dumb. Scar. We got to talk about the, the whole, whole CGI, CGI the whole show after. Yeah. We got to talk about the, let's talk about Hulk and Scar. Scar or Scar? Scar. Scar. One letter we, away from Scar. Real creative. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. He just introduced him at the very end. And also, that's a spit in the face to Widow. Because yeah. he was like, I can't have kids. And she's like, me either. And then he's like, oh, just kidding. I guess an alien could be strong enough to bang the Hulk. But uh, poor poor Black Widow. <laughs> this is my son. Yeah, well, nice. he, well, he did it in Hulk. Oh, Hulk great. is a completely different. That's great. That's great. <laughs> that's he did great. It, it's like a completely different personality from Bruce Banner. I'm not no, saying I'm not saying anything that. like that. I'm not saying like Hulk can never find love again because Nat is dead. 
I wouldn't wish that upon But he clearly him. had the son when Nat was alive. Well, he was but, on Sakaar as the Hulk for whatever year, many years. Yeah. Cheated. <laughs> <laughs> the Hulk is cheated. a cheater. <laughs> were they on a break or were they not on a break? Oh, no. Cheated. She's waiting for him to come, come home. And he sailed away into the sunset and smashed was, an alien. She was going around having kids. Well, she can't, but. <laughs> the only way that I will accept Scar is if his mother is Valkyrie. <laughs> and I know oh that's not God. true. <laughs> that can't be. That won't be. But <laughs> no, but again, it feels like another formulaic setup. Like, oh, Hulk's only role in this show is going to be him going to Sakaar for the whole entirety of the show and then showing up with his son at the very end because we're setting that up for a movie or something. Planet or he was going to come in and save her at the end that she was like, no. And I agreed with that. Should we talk about that, though? How about before we talk about that, let's talk about Daredevil because I feel like okay, we oh, I have opinions. Yeah, well, that's probably my favorite part of the show, other than Tatiana Maslany's performance because I think she's perfectly cast for the role. Yes. I like love her in the role. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, uh, Daredevil's return was obviously my favorite. I that's like my favorite Marvel TV show of all time, um, and he's just a great character. So I was worried that they'd make him a little too silly, which. In the comics, he is a little silly, but he's also pretty brutal. So hopefully his show is pretty brutal. But the fight scenes were cool. His episode was dope. Um, and it was actually, that episode was funny. That was yeah. one of the few episodes of the series where I was like, I thought that was funny. The episode where he came in for the first time, I loved. Loved everything about it. I was hyped that he was there. I talked about this with Kelly. I was very happy that they made her just hook up with him. Because um, like I said on Simsguide, and I will say here, Girls like to hook up too, okay? It's a fact if you didn't realize it. Um, so I was like, okay, girl, yes, Daredevil's hot. You do the mission. You're busy. Go for it. Get it. Um, but then, <laughs> going back to our little picnic with all the families introduced, when she brings him back, I have problems with that, but if Nick wants to say some peace first, I will. I will no, I don't. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Honestly, I'm not a, I haven't seen Daredevil, so I had very little opinion on it. Like he was cool. It was, it was nice, but I have very little opinion on it. I, I can see your point. It's also like weird to put two. It's kind of like similar to Hulk and Black Widow in a way. Yeah. Like, it's just like, okay, that's random. I mean, I think they're like fine as a couple. That's fine. There's no universe where you hook up with a guy and a week later, he's spending a week with your family. Zero Zippo. Not even if you're going to end up marrying the guy. Okay. Zippo. It does not happen. It's just not realistic. Zippo. Zippity doo da, everybody. <laughs> There's well, no shot. Like, what if you like were a Hulk and then you like fought crime together and then like no, okay. I think out. that it's also dangerous and unrealistic expectations you, like, for young women watching room. the show. <laughs> yeah, what if you were a Hulk and you broke the fourth wall and you literally broke out of the Disney Plus <laughs> home screen <laughs> and met with a Kevin robot? That, that could be. I mean, change this. It could happen. <laughs> it could well, happen. I just also am like. If if she actually talked to Kevin and made this her story, it then negates every cool thing they did in his origin episode, where oh she's a woman in her thirties she probably wants to settle down so she's gonna make Kevin make Daredevil her boyfriend and she wants to marry him and all this stuff like that's the implication of her mindset, which I was like yeah girl power twenty twenty two hook up with the hot Daredevil, and then I was bummed when they were like oh okay. A week with the fam, way too soon. And then her dad being all like, take care of my daughter. Like, this guy's killed people. Like, chill. Like, 
<laughs> I don't know. It just made me in mad. <laughs> Honestly, it was probably yeah, it was... horrifying for Matt Murdock just ap- <laughs> appearing back in LA out of nowhere. <laughs> kind of cruel of Jennifer Walters. <laughs> well, Kelly also presented a very interesting theory that did not cross my mind at all. So I'm so curious if it crossed yours. She was like, I feel like it's taken away. It's not part of the MCU or it just makes the MCU not real. She's like, is she, is this all a TV show within the MCU? That's what she's saying. She's like, they broke the fourth wall. They talked to the artist. She's like, it's not real. Everything's a lie. Nothing is real. And I'm like, well, first of all, yes, nothing is real. But... (laughs) The I MCU mean, is a fictional universe. <laughs> but that's also the thing. Like, if Matt Murdock showed up, is that now canon that he out of the blue showed up, or is this some kind of isolated incident where she changed? Like, at the at the time when Kelly was saying it, I was like, "You are on one." Like, that doesn't even make sense. But it kind of does. Like, just like you said, oh, no. Matt Murdock just appeared in California. Like, what is that? What does it I mean? I think I think she like went and changed what actually happened. And like that is what actually happened. But why was he yeah. there? But we is don't really the- know what that is. I think it, it re- it's reaching that point of like Rick and Morty level meta ness, where when you yeah. get when you get that meta, there's no explanation for it. You just have to kind of be like, this R- just happened. Ride it out. You know. You know? I guess. Um, where it's like, well, let's talk about let's talk about that. I think uh, some people were up in arms that like she's being too meta. She's ripping off Deadpool. She did this in the comics before Deadpool was even invented. So I'm totally for it i think that that's a cool way to end her finale but she asked for a better ending and nothing happened there was no resolution nothing that tied it back to what was happening throughout the whole series um yeah like in the end she's just allowed to be she hulk again and like practice law i thought she had to like i thought she got fired and like you, you know like it would be fine if that actually led to a really nice resolution, but nothing came full circle. I feel like yeah, because she, was just she like, went yeah, in and no. changed everything, and then and didn't I, didn't explain anything. And also, okay, sorry to keep bringing it back. I'm not sorry, but you know, this is what has to be. Going back to how they are presenting a female super that she goes to the the stupid Kevin robot, and he's like. I've had all these algorithms planned out for years and everything has to happen this way. Like, you know, Kang type vibes coming from a little dumb robot. And she goes, no, I don't want it. I want to do this how I want. And I want the Daredevil to be my boyfriend because he's cute. You she <laughs> Need I say more? No, I think it's just showing that a, like a woman cannot have the capacity to understand these highfalutin formulas and why something might be bigger than her wants and needs. And just once again, just doing whatever she wants. Kind of like Carol Danvers vibe where she just comes in and breaks stuff and does whatever she wants because she doesn't care. Like Marvel presents women like that a lot. And I find it offensive. Like I feel I would like to believe that if the Black Widow met up with the Kevin robot, she would at least hear out like what's what's the big plan then? Like she would be interested in what the moves are. Jen Walters was like, no. And I yeah. think that that, kind of apathy is not is is not cool (laughs) i don't know i just feel like it just makes it seem so much more impulsive and driven on our own wants and needs and stuff like that not thinking about the greater good which is the whole point of a superhero i I see what you mean i I think like 
if like you were saying, if if it was Black Widow, I think she would have found a way to like outsmart the Kevin robot and mm-hmm. convince the Kevin robot that that's what he wanted to do rather than just kind of like being like, I want this changed, like give it to me. And I get that, you know, you don't have to explain. It's not even that. Like if, if you know all the facts and you know that it's wrong and you're like, no, it's going to be like this, that's different. She didn't know any of the facts. She just did whatever she wanted. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to say that you need to explain yourself in every manner of whatever you do. But I would like to believe that we would want our supers, male or female, or whatever in between, to understand the consequences of the moves they might make before they move them. I can see that. And she didn't. That's fair. And she didn't see any consequences because her story didn't really go anywhere. Well, yeah, it wasn't going anywhere anyway. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, Nick, you, yeah, you go. That, you go. I have more that thoughts. Was <laughs> I, I, that's an interesting point, Alyssa. I didn't, I didn't think about that. But yeah, I mean, I like the breaking the fourth wall stuff, but I completely agree with you, Jake. It just kind of went absolutely nowhere. Um, so why, like, be like, write a better story and then not come to, like, a, a better conclusion? I also think they, like, kind of came at Marvel fans a little bit for, like, criticism. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're allowed to have... Cri- and it was, like, not... At times, it felt like it was not, like in a poking fun, jokey way. I was like, ah, this feels a little weird. Like you're <laughs> getting mad at people criticizing <laughs> you. It seemed like it, they were like salty about people criticizing them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, fans can be toxic, but um, they're also allowed to criticize like Marvel work. And like I said, it, there was there was moments where they made light of it, but it didn't feel like it was always being made light of. It was like, okay, we're allowed to not like your certain things. I, I could see that a little bit. Um, I think, though, in particular, some of it was done in a funny way. Like, the CGI joke that they're laughing at themselves. Like, we know, like, the CGI is not up to par, where they're like, sorry, you're that very expensive. The like, that was funny. The, the artists have moved on to another project, and you hear the drums from Wakanda. Um, that was funny. I like yeah. that that little, little jest. Yeah. And, and, like, I don't know. I, I agreed with, like, everything jen was saying like the episode like she was like this can't be where the series was building to when when what's his name the 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 incel guy yeah let's we'll call him that incel guy <laughs> when it's, why, why am i forgetting his name it's not josh josh is the one that she really liked right yeah whatever i can't remember yeah. his name i don't even In, care <laughs> incel, hulk king that that was his yeah, name yeah we'll his go with hulk king sure when hulk king like started to hulk out and she's like this can't be where the series is going i was like you're saying exactly what i'm thinking like this can't be where the series was going so like i was agreeing with everything that she was saying, but again, not enough time to wrap anything up in a meaningful way. Yeah. Intelligentsia should have been introduced from like the second episode. They came in at what, like after the halfway point, mm-hmm. like an, an incel group like Intelligentsia is pretty cool, but I think it maybe could have been more, a little bit more than an incel group, a little bit more darker in the comics, like the leader and Modoc are members of Intelligentsia. Like it could have been a big thing again, that's meaningful Make the shows a little bit more meaningful. That's all I'm asking. And they, they just had like a soiree that like anyone could walk into, like any guy. Yeah. Like yeah. that was so dumb. Like <laughs> there was no like security there. I'm like, that seems dumb. Yeah. Too easy. And then also like when they do the magical wrap up, how did they get the serum? Who stole it from him? 
who knocked it out of his hand, blah, 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 what, what happened? Yeah. And I know that we know nothing about that, but that's like a, a major part. Because it also takes away the chance for the She-Hulk to have an actual hero moment. She didn't do anything. She no, broke the fourth she wall and talked to a robot that doesn't exist. Yeah, she did no to... hero work, zero. And and not, I think that they again they're trying to be like not every project has to be like a superpower beat em up like thing. But I still wanted to see her kick some ass, you know, and be a superhero, you know, and because learn also, from. Yeah, I'm sorry. It just I know the fourth wall breaking and all that stuff, but like, could she have just punched out of the show at any time? Like, what did she go like? Uh, it's just so stupid to me. <laughs> How is that going to play into the movie? She's li- literally the most powerful character now that we've ever met because she could just do whatever she wants. Like, yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> when you establish that, like, you break the universe. But I also yeah. feel like it 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 keeps her from being in anything real. Like, there's yeah. no way that you're going to be in a fight scene with a Thanos, right? Let's say, okay, let's let's rewrite history here. We all have her like, oh, Ant-Man should have went up his butt and exploded, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff, right? What if She-Hulk sure. was there? Everyone would be like, why didn't she punch through the screen and tell the Kevin robot to make well, the Well, there was no lose? Disney pull-up at the time. Nick, we're rewriting history. Just go with me right now. <laughs> so now There, there going... was no Disney Plus, so she couldn't Nick. have <laughs> So going forward now, though, let's say she's in the fight, the final fight with Kang and whoever the big evil's going to be. Is she going to punch out and be like, guys, no, don't do this. Like, people are going to die to the writer's room. Like, uh, like she can't be there. <laughs> yeah, that's the it's it's also the kind of thing of like, I'm thinking, how are they going to I'm very interested to see how Deadpool's personality is going to play into the Avengers movies. And when he eventually joins everything, it's the same kind of deal where they have to tone things down. I don't know. That so I, cool. If she breaks the fourth wall and then like Kang goes and grabs her and kills her. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <That'd be sick>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that took a real turn. But even like just like looking at She-Hulk versus Black Panther, like not saying that they should have been the same at all. But it doesn't even feel like they're from the same universe. Black Panther was a serious superhero movie that was really, really good. Awesome. Amazing, in my personal opinion. And She-Hulk is just like, what is this? It can't be canon. Like, it doesn't make sense. I think it could because, like, you think of something like the Guardians of the Galaxy is, like, pretty silly. But they still But the Guardians of the Galaxy could still be real within the universe. There's nothing about it that makes it seem like they're just not a bunch of goofy people doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Well, I think, again, that also ties back to the fact that everything is brushed past in this series. Where... Again, when I said it about Namor in our Black Panther episode is one of the great things about Wakanda Forever is Namor is such a huge threat in the universe and Atlantis and or well, not Talakan and, and the underwater people is such a groundbreaking thing to introduce into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like this entire race. It felt big in the movie. It felt like yeah. the earth shattering, whereas the Hulk is literally like a nuclear bomb. Like I think Ross says it in Civil War. You introduce another Hulk character and like people just kind of accept it, and she's like a celebrity. It it doesn't feel like it changed anything for the universe. It feels like super people are being tokenized in the universe at this point. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you introduce a character of that strength, it, it should mean something, you know. I agree with you. Concur. Yeah. Can we also talk about the CGI? Yeah. <laughs> 
like the CGI of the whole show. So bad. <laughs> she was just floating at times. There was times <laughs> she was walking around and her hair was all floaty. And she doesn't look like she, like, they made no effort to make Jen Walters look like She-Hulk. Like, no, at least get the facial features the same. That was another thing that was also offensive. And something that she did not have, like, really, she, like, they presented it to you in a silver platter. Especially with the guys, like, oh, they like She-Hulk, they don't like her. Why didn't they make She-Hulk look like her? Why couldn't a petite woman with curly hair, me and Kelly as curly girl, as you can't really tell right now because my hair is in a bun and my bangs are short. We're like, why is she ugly because she has curly hair? She has a beautiful curl pattern. Make her, if you want long hair, make it long curly hair. Why is yeah, this blowout and her face different? Because of the comics. Why is it floating? Hair. They were trying to do with that. Probably. So then get an actress with straight hair or tell what's her face. I forget her name. Tatiana, lovely actress. Tell her to wear a wig then. Like it's, that's something that, that's something that young girls getting into superheroes that are watching She-Hulk will notice and hang on. I think they could have made her hair It's curly. just a fact. Like it's, it's, it's a body image thing. Uh, I'm sorry. I know I keep going back to it, but like, these are all things that I thought about watching and I thought it was uh, not cool. Hmm. Not being said. <laughs> Um, um, the CGI was whack. <laughs> yeah, wasn't great. Wasn't great. <laughs> I literally looked like The Sims. It was really weird. And okay, can we talk about Meg the Stallion? I was gonna say that <laughs> that's another elephant in the room. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> oh, I hate a stupid cameo. Oh my god, that was, that was terrible. No, well, you know what? You know what it is. It's almost like you know when someone like says uses a weird, like almost like if someone is speaking in, in real life and they use like an SAT word and it like kind of sounds weird. You're like, that's a weird word that they just use, but then they keep mm. saying it and it becomes even more weird. <laughs> like, I feel like it would have been fine if it was like a one-off, like very quick cameo, but they like kept saying Meg the stallion, like every five seconds where I was like, okay, yeah. stop, stop saying Meg the stallion. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it, it's very like, hello, fellow children. Yeah. Hello, fellow Gen Z. Hey, like, come yeah. on, what the hell are you doing? Like, is anyone really like, oh my god, it's Meg the Stallion and She Hulk? Like, I, I, it's just <laughs> like, yo, I gotta tune in. <laughs> and I, I love Megan the Stallion. Like, Meg I think Stallion. she's great, and I think she's Megan the Stallion now. Right when she started, she was Meg. It's Megan now. Um, okay. I think I'm she's a great performer, that. awesome musician. But why? <laughs> why? I just why? hate a dumb cameo. Yeah. At least she was herself, though, and it wasn't like I don't know. Like, I ooh, yeah, look, yeah. Megan Stallion's playing a background character. Like, she was just it, doing it, her she thing. She fit in it, but it was just. They, like Jake said, they overdid it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think cameos like that can be done. I it, It's hard because Meg, Megan Thee Stallion is that type of celebrity where she is like very surrounded by TikTok culture and like very Gen Z stuff mm-hmm. where you, you have to use it in a really well. You have to use it really well for it to like come off as can not we, cringe. It um, can get yeah. cringe real quick with the Gen Z yeah. stuff. <laughs> like... No, I'm not going to say it. You haven't seen the holiday special, but there's another cameo in that, oh, that, that actually works well. It works oh, okay. really it works well, well, though. Good, good, yes. good. Glad to hear so, it. I, was gonna I haven't seen it either. Contrast them. Um, oh, one more thing going back to the CGI. Something that really grinded my gears. Like, if my gears were ground to a pulp by the end of the show, but something else that really grinded my gears was the fact that they made her six foot seven. In, in the description of the show, it says a six foot seven She Hulk. Now she looks taller than that in the show, I will say. But in print, six foot seven, she is shorter than Shaquille O'Neal. 
She'd barely make the NBA, and she's a Hulk. Are you kidding? <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say she was too tall, and I was like, she's a Hulk, girl. No, I was gonna say make her eight feet tall. <laughs> too tall. Too she's tall. too short. How can we turn it down just a touch? <laughs> no, no, she's shorter than Shaq. That's BS. Wow. So if if you had the shield next her. to Shaq, he's seven one. She's six seven. I, I know someone taller than She Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nick knows in real life someone's t- taller than She-Hulk. In real life, Jack's not in real life. <laughs> <laughs> no, See, this is, what happened, this is what happens when you put too many meta things breaking out of Disney+. Plus. You know, no, I mean, like, I mean like personally, not, not like <laughs> personally, personally, personally. <laughs> <laughs> someone in real life <laughs> so they should do a Shaq cameo and have him like looking down at the Hulk like oh are you Hulk that's crazy yeah <laughs> that would have been funny that would have been funny that but it would have also funny. made my blood boil I love Shaq I love him with all my heart but I'm like make her taller than Shaq <laughs> um, she's taller the, than Shaq with her heels on <laughs> um, one of the one of the last things I want to I want to touch on is um, and one that we've been talking a lot of negative, but um, yeah. aside from Daredevil, one, one thing I actually no, it's okay. We gotta <laughs> say how we feel. We're it's the point of popcorn heist. We're yeah. fans. We're gonna give the honest opinion of the fans. Yeah. Um, uh, Wong obviously is great. <laughs> oh, love Wong. Perfect. And and the girl. Oh, well, I forgot her name. Uh, oh, too. Madison. Madison. Uh, she was that was funny. I, I actually like. Oh, she was funny. It was a little over the top, but it was very funny. Wongers. Yeah. Wongers. <laughs> there was also some other things thrown in there that I think we should not look past. Like when when Wong said, I think it was about like the goat drink or something. He's like, oh, yeah, we have some left over from the wedding. What wedding? They weren't ser- serving that at Christine's wedding. They probably, some two random wizards got married. Marvel doesn't do something. Maybe Doctor Strange and Wongers. Maybe they got married. And yeah, I yeah no, that. I just love that whole thing. I saw someone on TikTok be like, she should do the the um Stan Lee cameos now. <laughs> like she should just be everywhere. <laughs> oh, perfect! That'd be really funny. <laughs> she just. I like that. I like the moment when she was like, when She Hulk was like, "This isn't going to be one of those shows with all those cameos, except Bruce, and Abomination, and Wong." <gasps> she like realizes that all the all three of the first episodes had a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> like some some of the jokes like that were were funny, but again, others were. Just very not so far funny. I just I just thought of something. Just a ding 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 brand new thought. Not in the Put Sims Guide episode. This is exclusive. Oh, this is off the dome. Off the, Ooh, off off the, the dome. dome. What if? <laughs> because Wong comes back to get little baby abomination again. What if Wong did some kind of magic on him to make him calm so that he can use him for whatever kind of nonsense he's got going on with the abomination? What if he is enchanted right now or something? Not a bad theory. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I'm just throwing it out per there. Chance. It, could, it could happen, perchance. It makes more sense than him reading, you know, a yoga book. Also, <laughs> where are they going to fit in? Clearly, they they have to explain what's really going on between Wong and Abomination. Where do they have the time to do that? I want to know. Yeah. Because it's also in the Shang-Chi. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> Did you say in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Should have gonna been. go, oh, go back in time. Been. Yeah, I would have rather a whole movie of Wong and Abomination. Abomination. You're here, <laughs> JK. I'm not JK. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, didn't man. need a reboot of Wandavision. That was not fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, what I think of that movie, but yeah, 
I mean, I think we pretty much uh, consolidated our, our best and worst thoughts of a uh, She-Hulk. I mean, I pretty much agree with everything that's been said here today. Alyssa, thank you for coming in hot. Anytime. Classic. I mean, I had a lot of feels about this one. Hopefully the next time I'm here, it'll be another pleasant experience. Um, but I think that there are some things that definitely needed to be addressed about this show. Had a lot of potential. Um, to say that I was disappointed was is kind of an understatement. Um, I think that Jen Walters could be a really amazing character, um, but I want them to take her serious. Yeah. And that's just kind of the bottom line. But, you know, maybe they'll turn it around. I don't know. We'll see what the Kevin Robot's got up his sleeve. We'll see. <laughs> Captain America New World Order seems as much of a Hulk movie as it is a Captain America movie. So Really? Interesting. I'm excited. I, we'll see about that. The villain is leader. Uh, Harrison Ford is coming back as Red Hulk slash... Uh, well, he's not coming back. He's being introduced as the new General Ross Red Hulk. Scar and Hulk are supposed to appear. She-Hulk supposed to appear. I think it's, it's borderline a Hulk movie. That's exciting. We'll see. <laughs> well, thank you Nick, for having Nick's me. Nick's always skeptical. Gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> I'll see. I'll tell you when I when I get a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All thank right. you, Alyssa. We love Alyssa, you. Alyssa, appreciate you joining us. Always a pleasure. Anytime. Enjoy your next chat. Catch you yes. later, heisters. <laughs> bye (laughs) all right my brother all right now it is time for werewolf by night this is the part of our quote yes so i kind of have no idea what you think of this we this is i i kind of have no idea what i think of this either (laughs) (laughs) well please explain like did you know did you know anything about this character and like did you know anything about the project at all? Nope. Um, absolutely not. And I just knew it was Halloween related and Halloween came and I was like deciding if I should catch up on Andor or watch Werewolf by Night. And I was like, I feel like this is the last day of the year I should really watch Werewolf by Night. Like I can watch Andor whenever. I feel mm-hmm. like I need to watch Werewolf by Night before Halloween is out. So I watched it Halloween night, which I think was a Monday. Uh, it might have been a Sunday. One of the two. No, I think it was a Monday. Um, so I watched it and had no clue what was going to happen. Um, it was some, it was quite something. I, I, I kind of liked it. Like, I feel like it wasn't like high stakes. So I I don't feel like I had like a super strong opinion. Um, but I liked the way they went with it. I liked, uh, the, the tree character, you know, I like my sentient trees. (laughs) Man Um, thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I liked the werewolf by night. Uh, he was interesting. I didn't, I actually did not expect that to happen. I didn't, I didn't know that that was going to happen. You didn't know he was a werewolf? Um, no. Okay. Did not. Um, I've never watched Jessica Jones, but the girl remind, reminded me of Jessica Jones. She's a, she's, really a, she's a doppelganger. Yeah. For Jessica Jones. Yeah. Um, like you're saying she just looks like her, right? She's not yeah. like an actual yeah. in universe. Yeah. She looks like Jessica Jones. Um, she was okay. Like no, no thoughts there at first. Well, honestly, one thing at first, I was not so happy that it was like, uh, a game. Like it felt like it felt it gave me very much Harry Potter, uh, Triwizard Tournament vibes, and I didn't like, like that at maze. first. Uh, didn't like that at first. I felt like that was weird. Kind of wanted them to be like out in the open. I also felt like it was weird that they were like, "You're gonna face a monster that you've never faced before," and it was like just a tree guy. Um, that was a little weird. Man, things a he's a threat. He's disintegrated the guy. I don't know. It felt like I didn't really get how powerful he was. 
Um, but that's fine. I liked him anyway. Um, but yeah, I didn't like the game thing at first, but I think it was like it was like a good way to do the story quickly. And like it really the main plot didn't happen within the maze, which I was happy about. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree. I kind of I kind of like the game and it, it kind of made it feel more of like that secret society, like that these are clearly like weirdos who are doing this for sport and like get a kick out of it and made it feel I don't know. I, I like that it was like a secret society. It made sense that we haven't really heard of them before. Um, it yeah. was a cool way to introduce monsters. Uh, on, honestly, I, re I really enjoyed this. Um, I was a little thrown off that it was so, like you said, low stakes. And I don't know like where it's going. Um, I, know I don't the really know that it's going anywhere. I know. Well, he's, de he's definitely going to appear. Kevin Feige has, has said that he's like the monster universe is going to, build a little bit um i assume I hope it he, kind of stays contained he he has connections to moon knight so i think when moon knight oh. gets uh, your favorite oh uh, my god please don't do that to me <laughs> moon, moon knight gets like very like into the monster like supernatural stuff it could be building to blade because blade would vampires and um werewolves that would make sense um overall though I think it was really well done from a filmmaking perspective. It's another one of those examples, kind of like WandaVision, where it was like really creative the way they played in with sitcoms. This is like obviously like made to look like an old film from like the 1930s, like the classic Dracula, uh, uh, Bride of Frankenstein, uh, Invisible Man, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, like all that kind of stuff. Um, so shout out to Michael Giacchino. You know, the, the he is like, a huge um composer for films like he did the spider-man films he did up he did mm. um the batman he's like one of the biggest film composers of our day and he composed it and he directed it and i think he might have written it also so i thought it was just really impressive as like a good job michael <laughs> it, it was congratulations it was michael <laughs> It was just a really entertaining one-off story, and and for a built a shared universe, you know, normally that kind of thing I would come off as risky, like a one-off thing that's also supposed to connect. But I kind of liked it as a connection, uh, not a connection, as an intro to the character of Jack Russell and Werewolf by Night without being like a legit origin story. You know, I feel like we don't need an origin story of like how he became a werewolf and whatever. Yeah, this he was got like bit. a yeah, it's it's more <laughs> of like an introduction to the that side of the universe which i thought was pretty cool yeah no i like that too i feel like the marvel universe is so big right now that not everything has to like connect directly which is kind of kind of why i want to keep this one on the sidelines because i did i did enjoy it and i felt like it it was nice to have something that like you didn't feel like had to connect it was nice to like go into it and be like this is a marvel thing but like sort of not really and i don't know it was just enjoyable and it was like creepy and i like the the you know i like my villains i like the villain she was scary yeah the mom the mommy um the mommy. <laughs> and the dead dad that was creepy it was creepy yeah did you not i thought there was going to be some sort of plot that like the dad didn't actually like hate her and like he was always like knew she was gonna like come into her own but i kind of am happy that they didn't like really get into that yeah i just think they probably didn't have enough time for it also like he was a monster hunter and she's like sympathetic to monsters 
So it, it made more sense that way. I thought they were going to go into like more of like the family stuff and it wasn't necessary. No, I mean, I know she is also supposed to be like a bigger character that will be coming back, but I don't know if I need a whole origin story for her. Please either. give me a Disney plus show. <laughs> for Elsa Bloodstone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, Do not do that. I have a feeling, like again, so I really enjoyed this as a one-off. But uh, the main thing when I end, when it ended, I was like, that was good. Like I enjoyed that. But being a shared universe, I can't help but think, like, how is it? One, is it weird that like amongst superheroes like Iron Man and Captain America, we have a legit just werewolf that's going to be joining them? Like, it's a little off-putting. But I mean, they uh, have like a whole universe and like Chang Chi's thing and. They have a Asgardian god that like literally chills with them, so I think it's fine. Yeah, no, it's definitely it. It's fine. Like it could it could work, but it's just my brain trying to work out like there are superheroes, but then a werewolf is also a superhero at the same time. You know? Yeah, I mean Marvel like that. That's the nature of the comics, though. I feel. Like. Yeah, and it, it's not nothing against the project at all. It's just like the thinking of the shared universe. I think the project itself, again, overall, really enjoyed it. Thought it was really well made. Um, I like the character Jack Russell, um, and yeah, I like that whole. I'm, I like supernatural stuff, and I think that it's that's another area that's been a little shortchanged in the MCU, or maybe just underdeveloped. Uh, and I hope that they play into that more if there's a Moon Knight season two or Doctor Strange or and Blade. God, obviously, I hope they're gonna not. <laughs> not the Doctor Strange in the Moon Knight thing. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, I'd rather that that he be a villain like because he is like a, a moon knight villain a little bit like not villain but anti-hero whatever i hope that he's like more of that's how they bring him in yeah yeah i'm also fine with them never bringing him in again <laughs> i'm fine with the one-off um yeah i mean i, I liked it I, i'm fine with it being a one-off it'd be cool if he's in other things but i don't like need it what did you think of the design of the werewolf itself and like the CGI? I feel like it was it was pretty good and like I liked it. it the fight me scenes of were pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, Skyrim. There's werewolves. Skyrim. Oh, of course. Is there werewolves in Skyrim? You could be a werewolf, Jake. I never finished it. Oh my god. <laughs> and you could be a vampire. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's sick. Um, yeah, it reminded me of Skyrim. Um, I have a dumb question about werewolves. Go for it. Do you be- okay? Do you become a werewolf if like a werewolf bites you? Yeah. Then why do they like brutally murder everyone they bite? You know what I mean? Like, how do they decide who they're gonna turn into? That a is werewolf such a fair and who point. they're just gonna nibble. That is nibble. <laughs> okay, that's not a dumb question. Then that is you such a fair I mean? point. I I think that's maybe why that's a good explanation for why it's rare. Like, I mean, vampires too. It's, it's a very valid question <laughs> i i've always been confused about that since i'm a young boy <laughs> maybe maybe that's a good i think vampires that you're more conscious as a vampire so i think you can you can make a conscious they're werewolves they don't really it seems harder for them to be conscious which would make that's sense a good why, point. why they're rare good point good you point. know um yeah i don't i thought i thought he was cool and that the fight scenes were were awesome um it was it was equally like we're clearly referencing old movies, but also didn't look weird in that way. You know, like it was a mixture of like new and old technology that made it look cool. Yeah, um, I have a feeling though that this 
bloodstone that's what the the red rock was called i'm pretty sure right that turned him into the werewolf mm-hmm. i think it was the bloodstone i have i have a feeling that that might be how he gets brought in i have a feeling it might be another one of those like objects that everyone wants or something like that that'd be cool an infinity stone another stone yeah they love their rocks. stones they love rocks it's like uh breaking bad yeah they're not rocks <laughs> they're, they're minerals, minerals. <laughs> Um, and then I guess the other, not elephant in the room, but just a big thing about this project is what did you think of like the special presentation format of like an hour long special? I'm good with that. Like for something like this, I don't need a movie. I don't need a Disney plus show. I think it's fine. I think, I mean, you, maybe it's too early to tell, but I kind of like this format a little bit better than a Disney plus. I, let me, let me rephrase that. So we just talked about She-Hulk and how She-Hulk kind of felt formulaic, like it was just there to like kind of set a lot of things up without explaining it or giving it weight. Mm-hmm. I think for that, a special presentation is a much better format. Clearly, like Werewolf by Night, they didn't want to give him his own full-fledged show or like an entire movie, but I feel like this was an satisfying enough of an intro for him without being an intro, intro origin story. You know, what yeah. I, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, and he didn't, he could have never carried his own movie and didn't need to be a Disney Plus show like we already have enough. Yeah, I I, th- I think it's it's very smart for those kinds of things where it's like we don't necessarily have time to explain this in the movies, but it deserves its own, it deserves to be shown, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And something like this is like a cool format to bring in a werewolf rather than throwing him in another show. Yeah, for the first time. Um, and I feel like it's a good opportunity for Marvel to do stuff like we're always saying, like they should be a little less formulaic and like kind of do something just cool and artistic. I think that this is a great opportunity to start doing more of that. Like, um, like, like the, like WandaVision, like, well, WandaVision worked better as a series, but like this was like clearly a very like passion project artsy. Like we're going to harken back to these old movies. I think. Oh my God. Doing something more dark or doing something that's not necessarily in the tone of the general mcu i would like to see more of that harkens the name of the main vampire in skyrim sorry <laughs> you, you said oh my god and i was like oh no did something go wrong with the technology no. <laughs> um, um sorry 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 sidebar and then another thing i really liked was um man thing and jack's friendship they were cute the cute little yeah duo. they were cute Ted, Ted, that's his name as the dad, dad, dad. <laughs> Have you met Ted? <laughs> I was thinking of Ted the bear. Oh, <laughs> oh, the better wow. Ted. <laughs> Overall, like this better than She-Hulk. Yeah, me too. And can't wait to see more of, I actually, actually am excited, even though I'm confused as to how it's going to fit all together. I'm, I'm excited to see where he's going to show up next. And I hope that, he does show up again. Yeah, I'm, I haven't watched the Guardian special presentation, but I'm excited for it. Yes. Um, I think that'll give... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what you think of that, too, because I, I can't get a radar on you anymore for how you think of projects. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm always have such a good read. I'm like watching this stuff. I'm like, I have no idea what Nick... He would either be... It's hot, completely hot or completely cold. You'd be like... <laughs> That freaking sucked, or oh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have been quite the, quite the erratic one recently. 
Well, um, do you have any any last thoughts about Werewolf by Night? No, I don't. Join the heist. Join the Well, this has been Popcorn Heist the Podcast. Um, this is our little catch up episode. Uh, we got we're gonna be getting back into Star Wars, and now it's it's the holiday season, so we got a fun episode coming up soon. So definitely like, subscribe, follow us on social media, and join the heist. Oh.